Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Emma. And today we are talking about finding your people and building community. This is one of like the first topics that we ever had requested, but we just have never sat down to do it. And so today we're going to be talking all about that because I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we have found like a really, really great community at GCU and in college and our friends are pretty incredible. So we just wanted to talk about building healthy, flourishing friendships. Totally. I Yeah, I agree. We have ha- found and have been blessed with like some of the best people. And it's been really cool to learn together, like how to navigate that in the midst of like change and like all of the things that college brings and then after college too. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have some questions from you guys at the end, but we thought we would just kind of start with like a general, just like our general thoughts. So the first thing you guys know, we're all about self-reflection. And I think like for me personally, I just think that everything comes back to self-reflection. Like you have to know your values and what you want in a friendship, I feel like before you go into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like right now, obviously we're like, we're recording virtually, by the way. But um, right now, while we're like in quarantine or social distancing, I know personally, I've had a lot of time to reflect and like really realize what I value. Um, And I think like my top three qualities are like authenticity, reciprocity and empathy. And so I think just like taking the time to know your values, like they are going to be different for everyone. But just taking the time to reflect on that um, is crucial going in. Yeah, I agree. Mine are pretty simple, like similar as well. It's just like authenticity, loyalty, and um, honesty, which kind of just piggybacks off of authenticity, I guess. But I second what she's saying, just like knowing what you want and who you are in friendship is really essential to like maintaining that in the long run, especially like with people who you were friends with when you were like younger or are just now becoming friends with, like you'll have friends in your life that like have been there forever but aren't as close as like people that you just met like last month or whatever and each one has a role and so like knowing your role and um knowing what you need and what you have to give in those friendships is like really important yeah I think that's really good you just made me think of like because you're really good and I think a lot of our friends are really good at asking like what do you need right now and I think we can't tell people what we need unless we know it ourselves yeah yeah and I feel like that's always one of the hard like you always ask me all the time like what do you need and I'm like (laughs) I have not taken the time to like like I know what I need overall but just when I get caught up in like the day-to-day life or when I get stressed or whatever I like stop focusing on what I need and so you're like what do you need and then I'm like oh I have to reflect and figure out what I need and then I'm like oh it makes sense why I'm like behaving and responding the way I am or why I'm feeling maybe like emptier in friendships or like fuller in certain friendships or whatever yeah um, that makes me yeah. feel so much better because sometimes I ask and I'm like what do you need and you're like I don't know and I'm like I didn't help at all but like it is encouraging to know that even just like asking that question is helpful <laughs> yeah it is I'm like oh shoot like I was talking to one of my friends and she was like so what have you done for yourself lately because I was just kind of like feeling very like emotional and vulnerable and she was like so it's like what have you done for yourself to take care of yourself and I was like nothing like literally nothing like like, those questions are helpful because then you have to stop and think about it and you're like oh yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah I also think 
along with like knowing your values, you have to cultivate these values in yourself. Like we talked about this, I know in our relationship episode, but like you really do attract what you put out. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that obviously there are toxic friendships that happen. And I'm not saying like you did something to cause that or anything like that. I think that in those situations, we we expect people to act in the same way we do. And so like if you're in a toxic friendship and you're and you value loyalty and forgiveness and empathy and those things you're going to keep like extending it again and again and expecting people to like give the same thing back to you but that's not always reality yeah Um, so I guess cultivate those values in yourself but then like like know when there's kind of a a disparity I guess with the people that you're around if you feel like you're constantly like extending these things and they're not being reciprocated like that doesn't mean stop being that way it just means maybe like see like yeah, reevaluate, look to other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I just saw a post by Rainbow Salt somewhere. Maybe where will we post it if I can find it. But basically, it was just like talking about like settling. And I just thought it was really applicable to like this podcast because we were talking about doing this podcast or whatever. And it's like you know what you need in friendship. So don't feel bad about it. And like if you aren't receiving forgiveness or empathy or those things that you value in friendship back from people and you're constantly extending and extending those things like don't feel bad moving on or like distancing yourself from that friendship because like oh I found it basically she was saying is like we've learned to settle because we have been wounded so many times and like our desires of like knowing what we want or like desiring these things to be a certain way or people to treat us a certain way but it like every time it keeps falling short and so we settle because we don't think that those things exist and so like yeah when you're extending forgiveness or empathy or whatever and not receiving that back like it's just reinforcing that like settling mentality kind of thing but you will be like reawoken to like who you are and what you need in a friendship when you decide to like stop settling basically yeah and that's like healthy and important and like don't ever feel bad about that yeah I think that's good I know like we've been talking about that lately and I think like an important distinction is like obviously like we're called to love people but you can like love people without holding like space for them in your life if that makes sense like you can love people without holding them as close or giving them as much access to you or whatever there's a difference that's important yeah there's like a difference between being like I love you and I value you and like sacrificing parts of yourself for them when they're not taking right taking care of it yeah I agree I think that's a good distinction something like this is kind of like off topic but not really um I was just listening to what we said podcast Chelsea Curtis's um like solo episode and she was kind of talking about like finding friends or like fitting in or whatever and I think something something important her mom told her her mom was like just invite yourself which sounds like that I mean when I hear that I'm like (laughs) yeah like no absolutely not but I think I I thought that was honestly really good advice like she was talking about it and she was like basically saying like it's not everyone else's job to make you feel included like we have to get over that pride um like if people aren't reaching out to you like reach out to them like yes obviously like like I said I value reciprocity but at the same time like we can't expect people like to always come to us Mm-hmm. And it's so, like if people haven't invited you to do something make plans and invite them you know don't put yourself in that victim mentality which I think it can be easy to do that where we're like no one's including me I feel so like isolated and alone and it's like you you really might like sure sometimes people are definitely crappy and like that's very real yeah but, um 
I feel like being like someone leaving you out is usually not the intention. And I feel like you really, especially like if you're going into the beginning of college, have to like get over that pride. You have to reach out to people, I guess, like very intentionally in the beginning, which does kind of require you to like put that aside, I guess. Yeah. And like that quote, it's like, this is cheesy, but it's true. It's like, to have a good friend you need to be a good friend and like don't Mm -hmm. expect people to be doing things for you that you aren't doing for them and it's like to go off of what you said like the intention out or the intention probably isn't to not invite you yeah it's like and if they aren't inviting you like why are you friends with them anyway you know like if they're intentionally yeah like being like no let's not invite her or him like find new friends they don't sound very nice yeah know? right 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 yeah and it's like two separate things for yeah. sure I think like something too for me that I've had to we've talked about this a lot that's what I say <laughs> to everything because we have talked about all this a lot but like something I've been honestly since high school kind of like realizing and trying to actually believe for myself is that you are not everyone's answer and you can't be everything to everyone you kind of mentioned this before but we all go to different people for different things and like that's normal and natural I think sometimes we kind of have this double standard almost like I catch this in myself like moment of vulnerability like I catch this in myself like if I don't go to a particular friend for something then like why am I upset when she doesn't come to me with the same thing Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I don't know but that's something where I've had to be like you don't have to be everything to everyone like everyone's role in your life is different as you said your friendship dynamic with every single person is going to be different and that's okay and I think just like letting go of that expectation and that pressure and just like allowing your friendships to be what they are I'm not saying like grow stagnant in them but just like really allow them to be what they are yeah I was looking for another quote but I just saw this quote that goes with like what you're talking about It's on the female hustlers. It said, you're not for everyone and that's okay. Remember that the next time you try to force a friendship, relationship, business deal, whatever. Because it's like, if you're trying to force it, it's just, you just know. Like, it's just not going to yeah, or like be everything you want it to. Which I think we can even go into like expectations when it comes into friendships then too. Which is like, if you're expecting so much or if they're expecting so much then like from each other and it's not being met, then like maybe just reevaluate that and like yourself like why yeah. are you expecting these things why do you feel like you need these things or like why do you feel that way from yeah. that too but yeah I agree I think like one of the hardest things for me is is having to be like okay well okay I was talking to my dad about this and I was saying like dad I know I can't expect other people to treat me like I basically I was saying like I know I can't expect other people to act the same way that I act in a friendship or like in a relationship towards me I was basically saying like that's unfair to expect and he because I feel like we hear that a lot and I think to a certain extent that's valid but then he kind of looked at me and he was like why like why why can't you expect reciprocity like in a relationship I don't know I thought that I think that's like something I'm constantly struggling struggling with is like not projecting my expectations of myself onto other people because we're all different people but Mm -hmm. also at the same time having like standards for what I want to like receive yeah from other people like what I allow into my life and I feel like that's just like a balance I honestly I don't feel like I found it yet but that's something like I'm always working on and trying to figure out especially like right now when like a lot of things are changing and like relationships are changing like after graduation and whatnot but yeah just kidding I haven't graduated yet but (laughs) but you know basically well I yeah think it goes back to also like that saying that literally everyone talks about when talking about friends is like you attract the people you're closest to or whatever and so if you're striving to be like if you're genuinely those things you probably attract people that like also are those things and yeah 
so hopefully it's like that's a healthy thing (laughs) yeah like a healthy circle and I know for me there was like a stage where I was like I don't want to be this type of friend and so I'm gonna try to be more of like the type of friend I want but that meant that I had it meant I was just kind of lonely for a little bit while I was like yeah because you had to kind of lose friends yeah well those friends were learning that like I wasn't the same and that's sad and like, I don't know, whatever. And then the in-between time of not having those friends and then like gaining friends who were more like the friends that I needed. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, totally. I also think like in terms of we see like a lot of maybe this is like a social media thing, but like we see like a lot of huge friend groups and we have a big friend group like ourselves. But I think kind of like going back to you can't be like everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, In our friend group, we talk a lot about like the three within the 12 in the context of the Bible. So like Jesus had his like disciples, but then like within them, he had Peter, James and John who were like the people that Jesus took aside in like important circumstances. And just like remembering like you have your circle of friends and then you have your closest people. Um, And we see Jesus giving us an example of that. And, like, everyone in your circle is going to have different closest people. Like, everyone is going to be, like, a different three, if that makes sense. That's an yeah. analogy, you know? And, like, everyone's relationships with each other within the circle is going to look different. And that's totally fine. But that can't be, like, a hard dynamic to balance if you are in, like, a bigger friend group with like a lot of different personalities a lot of different like friendship relationship dynamics but yeah you just have to be okay with like not being the closest person to everyone in the friend group even though like that is honestly hard because it brings in like a level oh, yeah. of like comparison and then a level of like well then who is my closest three and like that yeah. changes all the time too and it's so totally it's just I don't know yeah I get I get what you're saying and it's like like you said your closest three can change like they may be your core through forever, but they also can change, like, because everyone goes through, like, different experiences and circumstances, and if you go through something similar to someone else, like, that might draw you close together either permanently or for a time or whatever, but it's just, like, yeah. those dynamics will continue to change, and, like, that's fine, and my dad always kind of says, like, the door keeps, like, swinging open and shut, like, people will come and go in your life, and that doesn't, like, take away from the role that they played, Yeah, um, which, which I is think is so hard. so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard. But I do think, um, dang, do you have that quote about um, the t-shirt one? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You do. You do. This is how we communicate. Hold on. Let me find it. (laughs) You're going to know. Okay, I got it. I'm going to read it. Okay. So this is just like a, you know, like a touchy-feely thing I saw on Instagram. It says, my pin number to this day is my second grade best friend's birthday. There are people I don't talk to anymore whose families are still in my prayers. There are shirts I wear to bed from exes of eight years ago who are married now with kids. And I haven't found a better macaroni salad recipe than my college boyfriend's mom's. Our lives are made up of so many people. And when people become parts of our lives, some parts remain long after they leave. And in the same exact way, it's comforting to know that there are so many lives you're still a part of that you have no idea about. Yes. Uh, that quote makes me freaking emo. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's true. Like that does it, it does put things in perspective and it's sad when things change and change is hard, but like everyone has like a different role and is in your life for maybe forever, maybe for just a season, but that doesn't like diminish that role in any yeah. way. Yeah. And even even though it's like not as it was, celebrating those things in your life that are different now because of that person kind of like validates in a way. Totally. And totally that kind of makes it like the growth and the change like a little bit easier to bear I feel like yeah no I definitely agree okay do you want to go into questions now yes so 
the first question is kind of more of like a scenario but okay basically this girl said that there's this one friend who she's known forever like her whole life and their dynamics have like kind of been switching just like with growing older I guess mm-hmm. and just living in different states or whatever and so now they're not as close but this one girl will text this girl that sent in the request when she's hanging out with like a other groups of people and be like oh am I not invited oh are you replacing me just like kind of like passive aggressive things like that and yeah the girl who sent in that like scenario or whatever was just like I don't really know what to do because I feel sad about like I feel sad because I don't want to hurt her but yeah. I also don't know how to like handle just me growing and like having new friendships if that makes yeah sense. no it does I think that's a hard situation and I think that like that's applicable for like a lot of stages in your life um yeah. maybe not like the outright texting but like still that exists obviously like people go off to new places or like s- start something new or whatever I think all you can do is control you're in control of yourself and that's it if you're texting her and you're like affirming your friendship and you're putting in the effort that you want to put in that you feel is like appropriate and that you're getting back if you're doing all that you're ultimately not in control of like her response like if she feels left out like if you're you're literally in different states like it's not it's not like she's there next to you you're in different states so like I feel like it's kind of an unfair expectation and I think it can kind of create like a feeling of guilt I hope that doesn't sound like harsh but like I think that maybe like it would be important to have a like an open conversation about like what expectations are in the friendship and like what is a fair expectation and what are the needs that are that are either are being met or are not being met because I'm always hesitant when it seems like maybe one party is like guilting the other I feel like that's just like there's like a power imbalance there and So I just, yeah, I feel like having an open conversation about expectations and about, like, the different changes that each person is, like, going through is probably, like, the best way to handle it, as hard as that might be, just because, like, you shouldn't feel guilty for, like, living your life, especially if you're in, like, you're in separate places where it's, like, not realistic for you guys. Like, you're going to be hanging out with different people on a Friday night because you're not going to fly to a different state. Right. You know? Right. And I think, too, just, like, realizing, we'll kind of go into, like, whether like how you know a friendship is good or whatever but I think like your friends should like should be cheering on your growth and change always and I feel like that's a really good sign of a healthy friendship is if they're like applauding you and celebrating you for like the new experiences you're having or like the ways you're growing yeah that's kind of my two cents on that I guess Um, but it seems like maybe there's just different expectations from both sides yeah I would agree with what you said. And then just like acknowledging the change in friendship is honestly healing in itself too. Totally. I agree. It's just like both parties are like, we're different, but we haven't said anything about it. And that's like, just like an awkward, like weird kind of almost hurtful place to be just because like change equals loss equals grief. And so you're like grieving the way friendship was, but acknowledging that in itself I think can be healing too yeah I definitely agree I think that's really good advice how do you motivate yourself to find friends if you know you'll only be in an area for a short period of time that's a really good question because especially if you're in like your late teen years early 20s or whatever that's a time when you're moving around like a lot and so I think that's a really good question I kind of like compared it when I was thinking about this I was kind of thinking about like my dorm room in college you like move into one specific dorm room for like a really short period of time but you still take the time to set up your room and decorate it so it feels like home and 
so I feel like the same kind of analogy applies here. Like build a home with people too, even if it's only temporary. Yeah. Because it's really hard to feel settled when you're only in a place for a short time. But if you find people and create community, I think that helps you build roots and feel more settled. And like, yeah, of course it's like, oh, well, I know I'm going to be leaving soon, but it's like, don't miss out on that experience of like forming true connection with people just because you might not be in that place for long. And you, you don't know, like you could, you can meet your best friend and you can still remain best friends, like no matter where you go, like, yeah. you just don't know. But I think you like, you deserve to feel settled and to feel like you have a home with people just as you deserve that, like in your own physical space. Yeah. And like, you're in that space in that place for a reason even though it's for a short amount of time and so like Mm -hmm. make the most of it and like meet those people and see what there is to offer you (laughs) not that like people are disposable like that but just like yeah there's like so much potential in a new space even though it's a short amount of time so that's really good there's this book called come matter here by hannah brencher and she talks a lot about like the idea of putting down roots in like a new place or wherever you're at and I will link that because I think that's a really really good book to kind of talk about that idea and she talks a lot about like she talks too about like moving around to new places and like if you're trying to are you running from something or are you running to something um and she talks about like mental health in the church and like her experience with depression but yeah I'll link that book because I feel like that that addresses like this question really well how do you handle conflict in friendships Ooh, love so we have an episode on conflict. We will link it, which we talked about, like, I think friendships and relationships, like, everything. But I would say, like, briefly, if I had to sum up, like, how do you handle conflict in friendship, I would say, remember, you can only control yourself. Um, I think, like, be quick to take ownership and responsibility when necessary, because that's that's honestly huge. Um, but also be quick to forgive. And so, yeah, I don't know. That That's, like, my really brief, short answer without going into, like, all the logistics of conflict um, yeah. for my like million comm classes on it. But that's what I would say. Yeah, I would agree with that. How do you know they're the right people? Excellent question. So I think for me, these are some, these are questions like to ask yourself or that I try to think about. Like, how do you feel after you're around them? Do you feel thankful and energized or do you feel guilty and like you weren't the best version of yourself? Because i Like, for me, I remember feeling like in high school, sometimes I would be hanging out with a group of people and I would get home and I'd be like, I did not, mm -mm, I didn't like myself there. I didn't feel good about that. And I don't have that same feeling anymore in college. You know, that could also be my my anxiety more under control. Who knows? But like, like, how do you feel after you're around these people? Are they giving you energy and like speaking life into you? Or are they draining you and making you feel bad about like who you are? Do they accept you for who you are? do they love you for like your being and not just what you do or like what you offer again that like making sure it's not a transactional relationship and then of course like like we said in the beginning do they share the same values like if christian community is important to you like identifying that and again that starts with getting to know your own values and then i think also like thinking about conflict like can you handle conflict in a healthy way with them and have an open conversation Or are you, like, scared to approach it because you're scared of how they'll respond? Because I think that in itself is very telling. And then, like, the last thing I would say is, like, do they make you a better person and push you to grow? Or do you feel stuck and stagnant in that relationship? Those are just kind of, like, some of the self-reflection questions I think through. What about you? Yeah, I would agree with, like, everything you're saying. For some reason, this has really been on my mind lately, but realizing that, like, 
your friends I guess this is why is because in high school I guess I think I struggled with this a lot but realizing that like your friends actions aren't a reflection of you even though like people say like you know the you're like the five closest people you're with or whatever yeah they they still are allowed to like make mistakes and I don't know and things like that and be different people but yeah, I don't know why that just like popped into my head because it didn't really have a lot of correlation to what you're saying. But yeah, I would just remember that within asking those questions too. It's like, yes, you want these things and them to value the same things you do. But like also remember you are an individual in yourself. Yeah, too. the yeah, conflict good. thing is good. And like to be like, is our friendship big enough to like have this conversation and move on stronger from it? Mm-hmm. Or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think part of that too comes from, like we said in our conflict episode, and I'm like thinking about what we said, but part of that I think comes from like realizing that conflict is a healthy part of relationships and seeing it, seeing it as like an opportunity to grow. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think another thing too that was like kind of going along to what I was saying and why I was like thinking about it is that like, like you should never feel bad for the way you are because you're also individual. Yes, this is exactly why I was thinking of it. Remember that you're individual when it comes to friendships and like you shouldn't feel bad for the way that you're different from your friends because you're all allowed to be different from each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's especially important in college too. Like when I feel like there's a real temptation to compare there for some some reason. Like honestly, I'm barely out of college. Maybe I'll feel that the rest of my life. Probably will. But I just feel like that's like really strong in college, and there can be like a temptation to compare there. Well, with Um, in like high school, even it was like you can be in this group of friends if you do this thing and wear these clothes and act this way. And, like, you kind of had to, yeah. like, mold to that. And if you weren't those things, then you weren't, like, supported by the group. And yeah. that's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, like, good, healthy friendships give you space to, like, be your own person and, like, help you embrace that and further that and explore that more. Yeah, totally. Okay, I had – sorry, I don't think I wrote this on the list originally. But – so, starting college, because obviously we have a lot of – maybe, like, a lot of our listeners are – about to start college what would your advice be like finding friends at the beginning of college or starting college or your thoughts on that so the biggest piece of advice is actually advice I got going into college it was to get involved in things that are true to like what you like to do and your values yeah because if you're just going to the pool hangout because this girl you met in the elevator is going and you kind of like clicked or whatever but you actually don't really like pulling out or whatever or to like parties or if you're not doing things that are like true to what you want and what you like, you're not going to find your people in those places because the people that are like you are going to be in the places that you also enjoy, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I also think like you're saying, I don't like don't do the things you think you're supposed to do or don't do things just because you think you're supposed to have the college experience. Like, if you don't enjoy that, don't do that because that's not where you're going to find the people, like you said, that you want to be with. I think, like, starting college, this was really hard for me to figure out, but just, like, there's no timeline for finding your friends and there's no right way to do it. Every freaking orientation leader is like, I met my best friends during welcome week. And, like, honestly, that is BS. <laughs> like, you will find your friends when you find your friends and it looks different for everyone. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, like you were kind of saying, like you do have to put yourself out there and do things that you want to do and that are true to you because they probably like your friends probably aren't just going to walk through the door of your dorm room. I mean, I say that and that's like literally how I met my friends, but (laughs) like 
you know, that's, that's just probably not how it's going to happen. And along with that, I think like not limiting yourself to your roommates too, because like starting out, you'll probably want to do a lot of things together. But if you feel like, and these aren't my people, then like, don't be afraid to branch out. Like roommates are people that you can hopefully live well with, but they're not necessarily your best friends. And I think like, of course, everyone wants to be like best friends with your roommates, but like, not letting that expectation kind of pull you away from maybe the people you actually want to meet or be with. Yeah. Um, And then I think get involved like in school, like you're saying, but also like outside of school too. Um, For me, like I really wanted a church community starting college. Um, And so I started volunteering in kids ministry and like I started going to lunch when people asked and things like that. Um, Just because it's like really easy to, to be passive and like just show up to service or like just show up to like the club on campus or whatever. But when you like get involved, which for me usually happens through serving, that's how you'll make like those deeper connections and feel that sense of community. Yeah. Um, and also like there's a reason we call it building community. Like building is an action word. Like it's active. It takes effort. Um, and you can't like you can't just wait for community to come to you. You have to be an active participant in building it. Yes. Um, so I think that would be kind of my two cents on that. I really like that. Yeah. I think those are all the questions we have. But I hope that was helpful for you guys. Honestly, it was very life-giving for me, too. And just, like, a good reminder, especially in quarantine, that, like, yeah, I have a part to play. And I have good friends, too, <laughs> when we're yeah. all like, alone at home. But, yeah. yeah. Very, very grateful for the friends that we have made in college and through our other activities and things like that my dad's always like you know Haley like not to be rude but you didn't have very good friends in high school (laughs) you have great friends now and I'm like you're not wrong like not that I had bad friends in high school but like just I feel like I really like didn't have an understanding of what like a life-giving friendship was until college but we will probably post some questions about this episode we like we like posting questions on our story and kind of hearing your guys' responses. Last week, we posted questions about, like, from our 73, like, Vogue rapid-fire questions. And it was seriously so fun to read through your responses. <laughs> Especially we asked, like, what dessert do you not like? Or, like, what's a must-have clothing item? And they're just, like, really fun to read through. So we'll probably post questions related to this episode on our stories. So make sure you're following us on Instagram, which our Instagram is at the Hasis Podcast um share with your friends haha <laughs> friends share it with them and uh tag us when you listen are you laughing yeah <laughs> she's full body cringing i can feel it <laughs> um but yeah tag us when you're listening um and let us know if there's anything else you want us to talk about like any like we said this was a highly requested topic so let us know if there's anything else you want us to discuss um you can also leave us a rating and review on the apple podcast app that's super helpful and helps people find our podcast anything else um no i think that's it we love you guys and bye sis bye sis